Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something to show you how we live. Welcome to the third episode of this year's F&B podcast. This is the first episode where we will actually really be talking about fantasy football and not just who likes who and who hates who and <laughs> conspiracy theories and whatnot. So mm. this is the actual first week, Mitch, that we're going to be talking about real fantasy football. Speaking of who likes who, Ryan, congrats on your, on your girlfriend. Hey. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's been Woo. a really good time. Hey, you too, D. Hey, thanks, thanks man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, cool guys. Uh, uh Blake. Yeah. <laughs> Should we? Sweet. Anyways. <laughs> um, so this week we're gonna get into our, our segments. We did change up the show a little bit. We're not even gonna explain it to you. We're just gonna surprise you with what we have. Uh, there are some elements of the show that you will be familiar with mm-hmm. from our preseason uh, work. Yep. Um, but we are gonna jump right into one of the things that we did do in the preseason. That's fan mail. Now we finally did get back into our email account. And we have an email from Kevin Esposito, who uh, writes in from work. He's got a question for us here um, that's, that, that actually pertains to today's show. Uh, he asks, his words exactly, what's up with Scheib? Uh, in this short segment, I would love to hear Blake's update on Scheib's sleeping habits, how his diet is, and just overall morale. The people love Scheib. Okay, so we're all going to chime in a little bit about Scheib. Yeah. Scheib is currently here. He's over there in the house. He's got... He's watching a little TV on his laptop. <laughs> he's got a... He's, and on the TV, by the way. He's got the TV going and his laptop. He's, got, he's watching both screens. What do you got there, Shy? What, what games you got going? I don't know what this is. It's a little 9-11 Okay. He's, he's watching a little baseball over there. George Bush threw out the first pitch, whatnot. He's over there enjoying his afternoon. Um, he's got the pillow on his lap there. Kind of just resting, and he's enjoying his night in front of the screens. So, yeah, it looks like he had a hard day at work, guys. Yep, it's for good sure. To, good to see him uh, take a load off, you know. Yeah, and funny enough, just a little bit ago, I was remarking, I was watching Shive eat his dinner, and I was remarking that this is the second time in a row that I've seen him eating really healthy, wholesome dinner. It it was just absolutely so incredible watching him prepare all of that. It, it took about probably three hours start to finish because wow. the chicken breasts that he grilled were so dang plump and and him and Pedro were insistent on grilling it on the lowest possible heat on that stinking grill and so my little chicken breast got too overdone and and unfortunately yeah. mine weren't as good as theirs oh, were but chicken breast. yeah my my little chicken breast but anyway his wrists were tr- uh Twisting just like a stir fry. Yeah, so. and, and, it was great. And uh, last thing I'll say about Shibe and his diet, like you asked, he is considering doing the keto diet. He's been talking uh-huh. about that for the past couple of days. Um, I'm not sure w- when his start date is going to be, but he wants to give it about a week. Mm. Uh, so we'll see if that works out for him. So, Kevin, thanks for your question, man. Uh, Shibe's doing good. He's doing exactly how you've probably left him when you <laughs> left here whenever we saw you last. Um, in fact, speaking of Shibe, okay. This is uh, one of the parts of the show that's just classic. OG. Timeless. Uh, MVP yeah. and OG. Whoa. OG. Shout out. Shout out to OG6 there, Blink. Yes. That no, that no, 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 no. <laughs> All about the OG. Uh, Sinister Six. Anyways, sure. um, if you guys didn't know what we're talking about there, our, our league is broken up into, into divisions. We have two divisions. One of them is Sinister Six, so it's a bunch of like the really cool guys that you probably <laughs> think when you think of, oh, yeah, that guy's really the nice guy. He's great. He's cool. That's who's in that one. <laughs> oh, they oh. like things like, uh, I don't know, hunting. wolves, yeah, yeah. hunting, fishing, Las Vegas, yes. uh, White Castle hamburgers. When, when you think of Sinister Six, you think of like a, like a scorpion. 
you know, like coming out from under a rock. Like right. it's just kind of slimy and scary and, uh, you know, but when you think of a OG sex, you think of nobility, you think of a Labrador, something that uh, people love, something that uh, holds its chin high. Loyal. Loyal. Right. Yeah. yeah so the Sinister Six mascot is the scorpion and the OGs is the Labrador. Um, oh, Sinister Six is me, Tyler Scheib, Riley Veer, Cameron Donovan, Logan Teagarden. Who am I forgetting? Connor Glenn. Connor Glenn. Connor Glenn. Uh, he's like the head of he's the head the of Sinister the, he's Six. the head of the pack. Who's, who's in the OG the six? Head. Who's in the, <laughs> I'm just picturing myself in a group right now with those guys, and Connor's in charge. Hey guys, we're gonna do this. Hey, we're gonna do that. <laughs> Honestly, I, I kind of want to be a part yeah, of that group. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I do, I do, but not more than the OG six. You know, just being being in a group. Me, Dalton Storm, Mitch Larson, Ryan Hamby. You got James Shelley. You got Drake Epkis, and you have also got. Uh, Tom Biedenfeld. Right, right. Yeah, it's a good group of guys. Yeah, yeah, it's a great group of guys. I actually went to college with all those guys, and I had a blast in college, and so... Yeah, we started this league six years ago. Yeah, we did. Special bond. Yeah, it it really is. So, anyway. Maybe maybe let us know. Maybe write us in. Which league would you rather be a part of? If you were in... Whose division? If you were in the league, league, what division would you want to be in? OG6 with me and Connor and Scheib (laughs) and Riley and you know who else. Looking forward to Kevin's response. Yeah. And also maybe a response from uh, Courtney Veer. Someone out would there would be interested to see what she has to say Someone on the subject. There. Anyways, but we're, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about MVP and D. So for MVP this week, the player that I think performed the best, um, who's, who had the best team performance this week, was, was actually Tyler. Uh, if you go and look, eh. at, if you go and you look at his scores, um, he he had a total of 110 points, which was not the league high this week. But uh, he he made the big decision to start uh, No Mercy Mitch, who is uh, <laughs> a, a, a league favorite quarterback. Uh, he has Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley, his two um, prime draft picks that he he, he received this year, um, the first and second picks of his draft, who both performed very, very high. And he also had in his flex Chris Thompson from Washington, who um, ended up taking a lot of the work there this week and uh, put up 18 fantasy points, as well as one thing that no one ever thinks about, defense. He has the Minnesota defense, which is one of the best in the NFL. And I think this team is strong, and it's going to look really, really strong all year long. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't think so. Um, I don't think you're going to get that type of production out of Joe Mixon um, every week. Uh, you will get it from the Minnesota Vikings defense, which, you know, they're my team. So I, I do think that. You won't get that from Chris Thompson. I, I, I said it in one of our earlier podcasts that I think that his is one of the weaker teams, one of the weaker coming out of the draft, and I, I really don't see him repeating that sort of production. Right, yeah. I don't I don't think Kentucky Fried football is a team that I'm afraid of at all, Shibes team. I'm, for me, I, I think the Goblins, a much, much better team. That's Connor Glenn's team. That's who I'm actually going to pick for my MVP. I agree. Yeah, that, that's good. I think uh, Connor, everybody was ragging on for his running back sucking. Uh, Mark Ingram is suspended. Jay Ajay showed out. Burkhead kind of sucks. But here's the, th- here's the <laughs> thing. This is why Connor's my MVP. Not only did he score 132 points, which is, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. It's like triple what Dalton got this week. And I... Uh, no, um, no, that would be 183. Okay, you did <laughs> yes, not just do I'm your math Yes, I'm very good at quick. mental math. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> I think Connor... So Connor drafted very, very well. His value, every single round, I agreed with. There's not a person on his team that I don't understand. Mind you, he showed up. If you guys remember, Connor Glenn showed up to this draft with like... One of those like Russell Crowe beautiful mind notebooks. Like 
<laughs> it was just color coordinated uh-huh. notes for days. Like yeah. I don't think he ever took that many notes in his life in school. No, no way. But for the draft, the dude came prepared, mm-hmm. and, and it showed out with his 132 this week. Okay, a couple of things. First of all, I just confirmed on my calculator that 61 times 3 confirmed is 183. Wow. So I am very good at mental wow. math. That is impressive. Second of all, you guys are saying that Scheib's team isn't good. Like, you're saying that it's not good, or you're just saying I that he really shouldn't be MVP? I don't know. It just doesn't catch my eye. Uh, okay, so no, you want to know whose team is not good is is Blake Wolf's. Oh, if I were Blake, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. we're not we're, we're oh. not going there yet. We're not going near that. Mitch trying to derail the show. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? Yeah. Okay, so I I do I do not think that Shive's team is is uh, is not good. I don't think that it's boring. I think he has a great team. I think he's I, got a solid team. I think he's got a solid team. His running backs are incredible. His receivers. Are are not terrible. I know a guy. I know a guy who Dude, has his receivers put up had, seven and zero points this week. Okay, that's his, fair. But he had he had somebody else. Dalton's trying to cover his butt because Dalton his got demolished. Butt. I did not get a hundred eighty-one divided by demol- three. Do the okay. math. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay, regardless, uh, that's my, that's what I have to say about Shy. Yes, here's the difference between the two teams. One is running back and one is wide receiver. And if you don't play fantasy football, if you play fantasy football, you you, you know, know what you I know. just said. Correct. Shibes, if you if you don't, you don't know, and that's okay. This show is about fantasy football, so don't complain about it. But I'm just saying, the, the reality is this: Shibe has two of the best young running backs in the NFL, Correct. and with Le'Veon Bell sitting out, and with David Johnson being. I, I and I hope he comes back, but kind of questionable at this point with, with yeah. just a new a coach bit. down in in um, in uh, Phoenix and whatnot. I, I just think that with with running backs comes consistency, and with consistency comes wins. And I think Shibe's fantasy team has the best chance of being consistent and has the best chance of winning on a regular basis. Because while I do think that Keenan Allen and Antonio Brown. And even Tyree Kill are very, very good players that Connor has that really, really set him up and for a good, uh, a good score this week. We're, he's going to have weeks where those guys don't get touches that running backs will get. Right, I completely agree. But what I was trying to say in all of this is that I do like Shibe's team. I think Connor's team is also incredible. I also just want to publicly say that I am ultimately eating my words from a couple weeks ago when I was talking about Connor's team actually not being super great. And I, hey, I'm, I literally have nothing else to say other than I was wrong. I mean, yeah, although I don't think that Jai is going to put up 20 points every no, single and, week. And, he knows and, that. and I don't Connor think Keenan Allen that. is going to put six, put up 16 uh, yes, points. And Tyreek Hill is not going to put up 34 points. His team is good. And I definitely think that he's in contention this week. But I also just really want to be clear. I was wrong about that, but I also want to put one other person's name in the hat for MVP this week. I think this is probably going to be pretty unpopular, but the Calvinists, hear me out. Aaron Rodgers came back from incredible adversity, 25 points. That's awesome. Okay. His move to get Don Gurley was amazing. Was that amazing, came, and he put up 19 points, and that was a great though. move. And that Hit was a great Tom move. Got and then, lucky. dude, Devonte Adams, 14. Demarius Thomas, 12. Jordan Reed, 10. The Jaguars D, 13. I mean, dude, his yeah. team, his yeah, it's not Tom's bad. team it's is not good. Bad. It's not Tom's bad. team is actually good. It's definitely not bad. 
he put up 107 points and lost. I'm not say, I, yeah, I probably no, wouldn't die fair. on a hill that's and fair. say that Tom deserves MVP this week. I'm just saying he's technically no, fair, in D. contention. I, I liked um, Tom's team. I'm I, jealous of his team. Yeah, I think I just want to make sure that we recognize, you know, uh, Kentucky Fried, Twat, uh, sorry, gosh, Goblin, dang it, uh, Calvinist, Jeez. Daddy's Matt, and Tapwater, all good job getting over 100 points. And I also just want to say if Shaib can hear me over there, uh, I think you guys have done a good job playing the numbers, you know, keeping your emotions out of it. I think I was ragging on Shaib's team a little too much earlier. Uh, I think I'm just a little, I feel like he's getting kind of attention hungry this episode. We've been talking about him mm-hmm. a lot. He's I getting think, a big head, yeah. Yeah, and I see him over there just like soaking it up. And so he's feeling good. He's been eating that, healthy. He yeah, thinks his I let body my looks emotions good. get the best of me. And I want to say, Shive, your team is pretty good. Uh, but I'm still going to put my foot down and say Connor is the MVP this week, scoring 132. Sure thing. And as I look at it, Connor is this week the best team. He is the MVP of, of this episode. I just. Jay Ajayi, lucky, okay? Tyreek Hill, 34 points. You know, that's a little supernatural. Russell Wilson, I, I just don't know what he's going to see out of every, every week. But And so that's why I argue for Chibes' team. But I think this week we have to go with um, with the, with, uh, the, the Goblin. The Goblin. <laughs> Congrats, Connor. You are the winner the, the winner this week. Also, uh, j- just a little side note. I Mitch, I think that you should trade... Uh, what's his name? James Connor. Mm-hmm. I think you should trade him to Connor <laughs> as a reward. <laughs> just, just give him to him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, that's a good idea. That's fair. Okay. So everyone talking about who's the best team is fun and all, but what people really want to hear is who's the worst team <laughs> yeah. of the week and possibly the worst team of the actual entire league. <laughs> because I think that's what we're really talking about here. It's true. It's true. And you know what? You know what? I am so. You know what's got me. What's got me hot today? I'm just furious. That what? that kind of hot. That's what I meant. Um, I'm so mad that freaking Blake squeaked out that little win mm. just to get off out of that winless column, dude. You're like the Browns. You know what would have been fitting would be if you would have tied James. I got I got the monkey off my back. You did, you did, and I really wanted it to stay there. But I don't. Th- I think it's gonna hop back on here in a little no, bit. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Your team is bad. You're bad. You make here. terrible decisions. You're gonna you're gonna crap the bed here. The monkey soon. is long gone. I don't think you understand. Blake has been carrying a physical chimpanzee on his back yes. all day and. Uh, when he finally got that win, it was it, it left. He he threw the thing off and the thing kind of turned around and kind of looked at him, and kind of waved his arms, <laughs> in the air, made some weird utterance that nobody really understood. Well, but uh, he's, yeah, he scurried yeah. on his way. I, I get off. that, and, and the monkey is off his back, but I think the monkey has crawled on another one of our friends' backs. Who's that? It's, uh, he's gonna say me. No, I'm not. Oh, well, I will call you out to say a chimpanzee is not a monkey; it's an ape. But I will not bring that up. What I will say That's is, I think point. that that, that monkey has latched onto oh, with yeah. firm primate grip the dino camatrons and cam donovan and yeah cam cam this is coming from a fellow dewitt central high saber so i want to say this with love but (laughs) it felt good uh beating the crap out of your team this week oh Uh, man you know you were a fantastic league champion your prowess was known your footprints (laughs) were large but it feels good to see you um collapse Collapse, yeah. In a heap. Just malfunction. Your your dinosaur yeah. robot. He got has, water. Oh, just he got, got water some in his mad water damage. His yeah, that motherboard. Thing is, yeah, dude, it's bad. Dude, yes. And you know what? You know what's great about it is it's not just that like he had like oh he had good players and they just didn't do well. I mean, certainly there was some of that, but I and and this wouldn't have made the difference this week. But but just the idiocy of the move 
to trade Ezekiel Elliott, to acquire Ezekiel Elliott. Sorry, to <laughs> acquire Ezekiel Elliott and give away Todd Gurley. What an idiot. That was such a dumb move. This is what I was trying to say. Let me just let me just let me just say this. You didn't stop it, did you? Okay, good. This is why Mitch was fumbling over his words. Because I was whispering to him to try and get him to say panic. <laughs> panic, panic. Because if you'll remember correctly, last year everyone was trying to get you to panic and you did oh, because you had right. one poor week. That's so right. I was trying to get you to get a little hot take on how Cam needs to be pressing the panic button, yeah. but instead it just kind of confused well, you and we just got a little awkward I think uh, what, segment what in there. What happened so, during that segment uh, was apologies this. Apologies What happened during that segment that just happened that you just experienced was a big beam of revelation just hit this entire table because... You, you, not not all of you are going to have the rosters in front of you, but if you look at Cam's team this year, <clears throat> and you suddenly get that beam of revelation, you realize that this looks a lot like a team last year that had a monkey on its back. Yeah, like with the starting quarterback, right? The defense, Lamar Miller, Derrick Henry. I didn't have Derrick Henry. Well, no, but I'm saying the whole idea of him right. potentially being super good. This looks a lot like my team last year, right. which didn't win a single game. It looks a lot like it. And honestly, Cam. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Honestly. Oh, no. (laughs) I've been in your shoes before, Cam. I've been there. I know exactly what you're thinking right now. But uh, there's a reason I didn't take Matt Ryan this year. You know, my team name, my team is named after Matt Ryan, and I still didn't take him. And yet, you started him, and you have some really, really questionable players on your team. And unfortunately, it didn't work out for you this week. And made the most questionable move by, again, just Trading like last year. So, yeah. But, okay, I don't think that we should crucify Cam for trading I Todd do. Gurley. I, do. I, I don't. I, I really don't. I do want to to go Todd to the defense is, for Cam Todd, on this. Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley is the best running back in the NFL. You don't trade him. Right. You do not but, trade but, him. But it's a matter Cam of knows six right points. It's a matter li- of six points. Six points don't it doesn't win matter. Game. I don't care. If Cam's listening to this right now, he knows right now, as I'm saying this, that he should not have traded Todd Gurley. There's, there is no... Right, I'm not There's saying no he does for trading Todd Gurley. I'm not saying that he shouldn't have given him away, but what what I'm saying the bigger problem is Derrick Henry might just not pan out to what he thought he would. Matt and Ryan might have a super mediocre could, year again. Matt Ryan, Matt, Matt Ryan could be good next week. We don't know. Right, That's fine. Right. I'm not saying that history is literally going to repeat itself, but what I am saying is this: you can't trade Todd Gurley. You just can't do it. And, and Cam. You traded him to Tom, which even <laughs> makes it makes it worse somehow, because now Tom is good, and Tom wasn't good before you traded to him, and now all of a sudden Tom is good no, because yeah he, he was no he wasn't he now now Tom has a consistently Blake says great it, it's a running fact. back on that's team. how things work Let, let's spread this out a little bit and keep that that rhythm of not good. Right. Um, Cam outscored one man this week, and that man was Logan T. Garden in Sporty's mm. draft, scoring a whopping 56 bones this week. Just <laughs> a terrible, terrible outing. What do you think, Mitch? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I think that looking at, at Logan's uh, team, going down the line, Cam Newton, Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, okay, solid, solid, can be solid. I hope Dalvin Cook is solid. Chris Hogan is one of your main Receiver options? He's not even Tom Brady's main receiver option, and he's literally Tom Brady's only receiver option. Hogan. Chris. 
Um, but at least he's got Devontae Parker. <laughs> but at least he's got Tyler Lockett. At least he's got Clement. <laughs> at least he's got Spencer Ware. At least he's got the Chavius Murray. At least he's got the Chargers D that scored negative three. At least he's got Jordy Nelson. Yikes. All right. How does wow. Jordy Nelson go from a first-round pick to all of a sudden one of the worst Exposed, receivers man. in the NFL? <laughs> I, I do want to say that. I mean, that was uh, we, had, we had some fun there, didn't we, guys? That was fun. Uh, we do have fun. I just want to say, Logan, that, that was not personal. Uh, we're not a fan of your team this week. Hey, maybe next week you'll turn around, but uh, you do deserve a little bit of a, a whooping for uh, Yeah, I don't think his team's points. that bad, though. I, I still no, don't think no, his no. team's that bad because Marvin Jones is capable of putting it. I, I remember last year as well. Week. Drake's team started. What? Are you eating something? Are you eating something? A little Oreo. <laughs> um, I remember last year as well. Drake's team, the first week was like this bad. It was like fifty-two points. Because <laughs> Miami had a hurricane. Yeah, yeah but there was still, a little so, hurricane. <laughs> and Miami, you know, it's funny. Miami had a weather delay this week too. Uh, first week, but Drake's team was really bad last week. Uh, last year in the first week, and we were talking about it the same way we we're kind of talking about Logan's team. Just, you know, ripping into it. So, Logan, and he had a decent year. You might be fine. Um, I think the MVD, though, this week has to go to has to go to go Cam. You can't trade away Todd Gurley. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> sorry. speaking of trades, there's been a lot of bad trades running around this week uh, yeah. through, through the league. And I wanted to hand it over to you guys. You guys have you guys are victims, and I uh, just <laughs> want to give you guys your chance to speak your piece. Yeah. Yeah, so a little context. I. Uh, was it Sunday Sunday night's game? Uh, the Packers and mm-hmm. the Bears. Was, everybody's really excited. Everybody's watching it on their own TVs. And Aaron Rodgers goes down. All right, he goes down with what looked like a pretty scary knee injury. He was literally crying like a little baby. Yep. And it was very uh, hard to watch for Packers fans. Namely, one Tom Biedenfeld. All right. Yeah. Tom starts immediately blowing up our text. Yep. Um, like if a house of cards <laughs> were just set up a mile high and started falling. Just the drama that would mm-hmm. ensue. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like coming from Tom Biedenfeld. And I mean, it was actually, you know, Mitch, it was sad. Yeah, it, it, was, it was on Twitter. It was on Facebook. It was on Instagram. It was on text message. It, it was on the leak app. This guy. Multimedia th- pouting. Th- this guy was just pouring his heart out um, just to, in, in every facet he possibly could about how bad his team was going to be because Aaron Rodgers was possibly done for the season. And so in that about half hour span, Mitch and I have some good experiences here. Uh, we started texting, you know, hey man, uh, you're offering Todd Gurley, you're talking big trades, what do yeah. you think should happen? Uh, Mitch, what did he say to you? Well, well, so to, to be fair, it, the, I didn't have my exchange with him in the midst of that game. It was oh, actually okay. it was actually later, it was after the fact, but still. And you, I want to hear about your experience first because mine wasn't necessarily a bad trade offer. It was just bad trade behavior, bad sure, trade etiquette. Sure, and, and mine wasn't far off of, of that either. Okay. This, this is what happened, Mitch. Let me tell you. Tell he, me, please. Uh, was in a very, very, very bad, sad, emotional state. Mm-hmm. And he starts texting me, hey, I need a quarterback. I want Goff. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever. That's my backup in the long run. Great. Yeah. And he says, I need a running back. I want Chubb, mm. another one of my backups. Not really uh, playing anytime soon for Mike. Okay, and then he said, I want one other piece. And I said, for what? And he said, Todd Gurley. What? He said it. He said it. And, 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 I'm, and wow. I'm over here, the man who gets accused of some pretty dirty things, a man who, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm like called that. conniving, and I don't mean to be, but when people come to me with stuff like that, I'm kind of yeah. like, dude. Yeah. Dude. Wow. And so, sure enough, half hour later, what do you get but a text that says, yeah, no, we're off. There's no of way. Course. Of course. Because Aaron Rodgers comes back with the big comeback. The emotions are back on top. But I say give it another week, and he'll be back. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So we're, we're talking today, and I don't want to tell you, uh, I, I really don't feel comfortable talking about what parties were involved. I don't want to get into the details of who I was offering, who he was offering, you know, because... Because, you know, I, I wouldn't say that it's off the table completely. Because with Tom, I don't know. He, well, because, you know, you're running your team he's and Riley's a team at the same time. You know? I'm running just... my team. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I'm not. I haven't done anything to Riley except for tell him who his keeper should be. I'm running one of my girlfriends. Uh, no. Whoa. Sorry, wait. <laughs> that came out wrong. My gr- <laughs> I have one girlfriend. <laughs> uh, she has two teams. And I'm kind of helping her out with that. So that's kind of fun. But that's, that's cool. beside the point. One, well, gr- one girlfriend, for the record. Yeah, right. Riley's my girlfriend in this scenario, I guess. But anyway, anyway, Tom says to me, he says today, he goes, he literally texts me. I mean, we're going back and forth and whatever. But then he says, hey, blank and blank for blank. And, and just puts it out there. And he's the one that says it. And I say, okay, Tom. yeah, this is Tom. And I say, okay, deal. And then I go, okay, I'll, I'll propose it for you. And he goes... No, I'm going to decline it. <laughs> He's like, he goes, he goes, he goes, I got to do my due diligence. And then he does some research, or whatever. He's like, no, actually, I don't like it. I'm like, dude, you do that before you offer the trade. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't think anybody would argue that. That, that That's a bummer. I, I don't have anything to say about that because yeah, everybody it's, knows it's that that's poor Tom, trade Tom, Tom offered me. A, a trade with Cal. He tried to trade me basically for every player on my team for Calvin Ridley. He sent me, I think, three or four trade uh, offers for the same guy, and he was texting me about it all week long. Hey, Calvin Ridley, this Calvin Ridley, that. I told him no every time. It's like, you know, let it go, man. I, I'm not gonna just magically wake up one of these days and want to make this bad trade with you just because you keep being persistent. That's not how this works. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> You know he has no respect for us, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really nothing new, guys. I want to I want to make sure we remember this. I actually have a screenshot from August twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. Mind you, that's a long time ago. But yeah. uh, I was to give him. All right, this is a trade proposed from Tom. I was to give him Rob Gronkowski and Le'Veon Bell, my top two scoring players last year, if I'm not mistaken. For who? Ezekiel Elliott, who was suspended. Eric Ebron who was a tight end for the Lions at the time, and LeGarrette Blunt, oh who had negative points this week. Um, this is nothing new, and I want to say to everybody out there, be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch out. There, hey, there's a new predator out there. Well, no. Okay, sorry. Yeah, there's, Ryan's there's... dancing and celebrating that he like he's off the hook. There, he, sorry, There's uh, what I said is there's a new predator in addition to Ryan. Yeah. He hasn't replaced Ryan. Just be careful, guys. Don't Hey, don't get into any sort of dark alley situations with these guys. Don't be caught alone. <laughs> Always bring a friend with you when you're working with these guys because yeah. they're sketchy. They okay? are sketchy. They are sketchy. Be careful. And I'm, I'm really glad you're looking out for yourself and Riley at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways. So I think at the end of the show every week, I want to go back and just give – I want to know what we learned. What we learned, and maybe this will help our listeners, especially those that are in the league who need some help. Some of them help them maybe learn something from our show as well. So, Mitch, we're gonna go around the we're gonna go around the table. So, it'll be Mitch Dalton Ryan, and then I'll end. What did you learn from this week's podcast about our league and about fantasy football in general? Oh, from the podcast. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I, I learned. I learned uh, number one. I would say the number one thing that I've learned, not only from this podcast and from this week, but really from my sixth this being my sixth year of fantasy football and granted yes you don't need to bring it up i haven't made the playoffs in any of those previous 5 years i know well, that we weren't going to bring it up sorry sure i just figured i should get ahead of that um what i've learned is that week 1 you can't hit the panic button even if you're a logan t garden even if you're Cam- well maybe if you're cam i don't know 
Maybe he wants to hit the panic button. But but what I'm saying is, you know, my guys, I, I won this week, and I'm happy about that. But DeAndre Hopkins and Kareem Hunt combined for, like, 11 points, you know? I'm not hitting the panic button. I'm not going shopping them around and whatever. Um, you know, I you just got to stay with it and give it a few weeks. Don't hit the panic button. It's early. There's a lot of season left. Well, here's what I learned this week. James... Your team always looks the exact same. <laughs> You're like always in the mid seventies, and, and we never say anything about, about Philman's football. And I kind of feel really bad because James is a valued member of this league, and he has the best logo, and he also has the best uh, uh, abbreviation P E P Pep <laughs> for Philman's football. But you just can't catch a break on this show but then I was looking at your team and I saw you know Christian McCaffrey and and uh and Leonard Fournette only put up five points that's kind of a oh yeah yeah that's true that's true that's just a bummer I don't know you 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 can't catch a break but then I was also thinking about Drake too you can't catch a break on this show either your team looks literally incredible and we didn't say a single thing about it I mean dude Odell put up 11 Michael Thomas has got 22 Adrian Peterson puts up 20 points and (laughs) We didn't say anything about it. So, uh, I, I don't know. Just just wanted to give a shout-out to those two guys. Yeah. I'd say if I learned anything this week, it was uh, that good guys never finish first. Right, let, me, let me reword that. Nice guys never finish first. And I'm, I'm looking at the top scorers this week, and I'm just seeing a lot of guys who aren't very nice. And, and I wonder if there's any correlation. I wonder if it's um, some kind of just killer instinct that people have. But I'm looking at Connor. Uh, highest scoring person, not really the nicest guy in the league. I'm looking at uh, Scheib, not very nice. Tom. At all. Yeah, not very nice. Most hated, probably. Drake, in the league. you had a great week, but you, I mean, you've beat me up physically more than any other person in this league. Not very nice. Riley, I was trying to think of something mean to say about you. I really can't, man. Just keep up the good work. But yeah, that's why I learned is that, that nice guys do not finish first in this league. Here's something mean we can say about Riley. Dude. Your team name looks dumb with all caps. Get with the program, decapitalize Ames Tap Water, and make it like everybody else's in the league. That will forever annoy me, and you'll probably keep it like that forever because you know it annoys me. But come on, man. Get with the program. Here's another thing. The first names of his players, Tom, Alvin, Alex, Adam, Larry, <laughs> David, Greg. <laughs> it sounds like lunch down at the local Phillip. Lions Club. <laughs> if he didn't have little T Tariq Cohen, I think oh, you yeah. know, yeah, he would have no saving grace there. I'm I'm after Lil T by the way. You know, I gotta get I gotta get a deal going for him here pretty quick. <laughs> uh what I learned this what I learned this week from the show, and not only that, but from the uh from the entire week of fantasy football is that I'm going to the playoffs this year. And <laughs> that is what I'm excited about. You I'm squeaked excited by, about that. and you would have lost. You would have lost to by. a majority. So I'm of the looking league. forward to that. That's going to be cool to see. I, you I, suck, I, and you're an embarrassment I to the league. That all these other guys in our league are doing are thinking of stupid trade offers. Everyone's going to blow their team up this week. Oh I'm going to sit sit put. My team is going. It's playoff bound, baby. So I'm looking forward to that. But. Uh, this was this was another good good episode. I hope you got, learned something about our league, learned a little bit about what's going on within our league, and um, we'll be back next week to talk more about this game, fantasy football, and how much we enjoy it, and, and how much um, of an embarrassment you are to it. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll see you guys. Take it easy. All right, bye bye.